Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to the AEW Double or Nothing 2023 preview live from Las Vegas. I'm Michael Sidgwick, joined by fellow Dudley boy Michael Hamford to discuss everything in store for us tomorrow night at time of recording. If you're a fan of this sort of thing, however, please subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for Daily Wrestling Podcasts, where we preview and review Dynamite, Rampage, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, premium live events, pay-per-views, roundtable discussions, and we sometimes... Um, have a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz of course on wrestle culture but not this week because Adam Wilborn is the architect of he that is. particular podcast and he's been on holiday he has and why Sidgwick just in case why might you have been ever slightly distracted during the end of that intro Was, is there anything that might be occurring in the background just in case the listeners need to hear this we are <laughs> in a Las Vegas hotel room the best. with very loud <laughs> hard house music <laughs> blasting its way into our room with a shut window. We're having a wonderful time out there. From, <laughs> from the pool area. It seems to be getting louder every single time we pause. <laughs> so bear with us, but maybe it's going to put us in the mood because we have just watched three and a half hours of WWE and this podcast is all elite, baby. Ew. So that's why the energy was down, but now the power's going to be back. Yeah. Is the power coming back this weekend? Oh, well, might bloody have to, might it? Yeah. Um, I don't know about the power. I'm hoping for the punker. I... I don't know, like, live biases are going to inform this podcast, they're going to inform the review, they've probably informed every podcast this week. It's really exciting to be in Las Vegas, it's really exciting to be attending our first AW pay-per-view. Um, Double or Nothing holds this, like, historic feeling about it, because it's, the, you know, where it kind of all began for AW. So when he can't told us as much when we were there yeah. at Tenants on Wednesday night. Um, all of that is to say, the card isn't quite where I'd like it to be yeah, like yeah. I'm looking at these things as like I'm excited because of A, B, C, D, E, F and G but not this match this match this match this match it's not without some quality quality stuff that I'm very excited for but if this is like for example one of the best big shows of the year one of the best big pay-per-views of the year and I can say that honestly and earnestly both live and then when we get home and I watch it all back I think it'll be a bit of an over-delivery on yeah, my expectations. Yeah, you'd expect it to. You'd expect it to be. My take on this compared to Revolution is that I had no doubt that the Revolution card would be fantastic. It was even better than I thought. Mm. But I had no doubt that the pay-per-view itself would be fantastic, even if I didn't like any of the builds, really, outside of that main event. This one's different in that I've actually enjoyed half the builds. So yeah. We'll get into it a little bit, even though we've done a lot of that. So we'll just... 
do winners and match quality mm. expectations mostly. I mean, I have the builds, but there's certain matches here where I think that, particularly since one match is really in the balance whether it's happening or not, and I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think they'll over-deliver, but it's not on paper the very best card they've ever done by half. No. You might see one of the all-time great company matches, however, but we'll probably save that one until the very end to keep you on the hook. Let's get um, the Hardy Party out of the way. It's on the buy-in. It is Hook, Jeff, and Matt Hardy versus The Guns and Ethan Page. Um, I'm expecting either Ethan Page... No, I expected Ethan Page to take the fall because the guns are clearly going to have a match with the Hardy Party, uh, the Hardy Boys, rather, to determine the number one contenders to whoever wins the tag team title match. Yeah. I just want to keep it in doubt in my head to make it more fun. Yeah. Um, so Ethan Page is, will be under the dominion of Matt Hardy because we have to do more stupid contract stuff and it's pathetic and they need to tell him if it's all Tony's idea. Oh, or, just, or does Matt Hardy like it? I uh, probably both. Probably both. Matt Hardy really likes it. Tony Khan probably really likes it. They all feel really good about it, maybe. I don't crap. Know. That's my speculation. So the guns have to not get pinned to protect them. Mm-hmm. But Ethan Page, because why do the story? Imagine after all this time, the only outcome, A, is neither of you control the other's, the other's contract, and B, that's, how it make, that's the one that makes sense. Yeah. But it's also, if you're into it, dramatically not satisfying. Just end it after the firm deletion. This is a... Apparently, Ethan Page and Hook did some good stuff on the House Rules Tour. Mm -hmm. So they've refined their chemistry, apparently. And I'm looking forward to, I guess, watching it. Watching Hook live will be fun. He's super over. Ethan Page, I find really entertaining. Like, his match with Orange Cassidy last year was great. He's a good sort of early... In the show, heel with his mean mugging and his trash talking. Does a great run in in the ROH ups and downs this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes YouTube it can channel. get you into it. So I think there's few better, really, at someone who can just do the panto and mm. get you into it. So I think it's a buy-in show, a buy-in match. It'll work, but I can't feign enthusiasm. I'm not climbing up the walls, desperate to see it. No, I wish I wasn't rooting for the heels, not just because I like them more, but because I want the story to end. That's backwards. Yeah, no, Like, no. And I can't decide if we're in some sort of bubble here. And the only... like, Because I think the only thing that pierces our bubble, if it indeed is a bubble, about not being asked about Matt Hardy and Ethan Page and contracts and all the rest of it, the only thing that pierces it is Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Because the guy's... Like, and maybe that is the thing. Maybe we're in the building for it. And it's like, it's undeniable still. Even now, his star power is undeniable. And that's the only point at which I've been convinced that... Um, or maybe we are on an island. Because I don't think we are. I didn't feel it in that building. I, the guns and Ethan Page uh, on Rampage didn't feel like they were like part of a hot program. Nor did Matt Hardy when he came out no. the first promo. Um, Hook got that kind of pop where it was like, well, this is a minor upgrade, but Hook should always be more than a minor yeah, upgrade, yeah. And, he, and he wasn't. So it's Jeff Hardy and Jeff Hardy alone that makes this feel like it belongs anywhere. Other wrestlers, I think you're right to identify. Ethan Page and Hookers, maybe things that could be more, could be doing things far more interesting. But yeah, I think the babyfaces win, which means we can't do more things interesting because that's what this is. Heels winning is what should make the story continue, even though they don't want it to. In this case, it's babyfaces. You know that thing's going to happen realistically. Uh-huh. Is Matt Hardy is going to set Ethan Page free like the next TV taping. I mean, like a good guy should. A good guy yeah. should, as if to say, look, I've been doing this contract stuff. Maybe like this... Teach you a lesson. You held me under contract. Yes. And I'm going to teach you a lesson. Be better now. Yes. Yeah. 
like I think this might all act, especially ahead of Collision, in a big, big summer with pretty poor ticket advances. In one country, one great one. And so they just need to be the, the power needs to come back. Yeah. I think this will be a mere cult before. Sorry for contract stuff, and we're gonna tell you that it's bad through Matt Hardy. Look, it's gonna be an eight minute fine match on a pre-show. We'll probably spend too long on it. We are going to do most important and most important to bookend for attention and all mm-hmm. that. So let's go into the filler, pillars four-way. Mm. That Freudian slip there. Well, <laughs> there are, maybe, like Jesus Christ. Um, this is going to be fantastic. They're going to do some mental stuff to each other. Yeah. They are going to do so many great near falls, but I've just grabbed your legs. Or, and they've carefully done, like, that's the thing, I've said it a million times, this entire thing's been a noble failure. It's been a pretty dismal non-hitter in the ratings. Mm. The discourse seems to really hate it. The live reactions to the segments at the TV taping we went to, it felt like a revolt, yep. if anything. So I think on every observable metric, some more reliable than others, this has really not worked at all. It'll be fabulous on the night, but as I said, noble failure. Lots of thought has gone into it. They've probably overthought elements of it, if anything. But when Derby hits that headlock table takeover on MGF, that's going to be tremendous when there's a kick out or there's a pinfall save yeah. or whatever. Um, so Sammy and Derby are going to do absolutely insane things. So is Jack Perry. MGF is not for a lot of it mm-hmm. and then he's going to be the victim of something insane like a maybe a, a, a reference to Double or Nothing 2020 MGF can take a reverse runner on the apron from Jack Perry Yeah. after he's very um, studiously avoided these idiots who drop themselves on their heads doing their mental things he's been lurking around then it'll mean something when he mm-hmm. does it there's loads they can do with this but ultimately, I don't think it's going to feel like a main event. Yeah. I don't think it should main event. In fact, I have an idea, but I'll get your thoughts. Actually, no, I've got no memory. What you should do <laughs> is on socials, yeah. ahead of the show, say that because they've ripped up the ring in both, not both because they've had four, in two of the Mox Omega matches, they've ripped up the ring mm-hmm. and broken it. They can say on socials, like, we can't and trust that the ring will emerge unscathed from the anarchy in the arena, so mm. that has to go on last. But would it feel main event worthy wherever it appears on the card? What, anarchy in the arena? No, Pillars. Oh, Pillars? Um, no, I think it'll go on last, personally, but I don't think it'll... You, you could do that thing, and I still think it would feel secondary, because it feels like a secondary concern, because it feels like a secondary defence. MJF here will retain. He will. Yeah. Um, it's which undermines a lot of the good stuff that can potentially go on. Um, it's, I identified a tweet a little while ago that MJF fired off where he listed specifically things he could do but chooses not to. If I can find that tweet, I will, because I want to see if he ends up hitting every single one of them. Yeah. And it's this sort of stuff that he does sometimes to, like, after the fact, show you, do the, see? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's really good for that. Yeah. I thought of a spot the other day when we were at the taping. MJF does that, I've described it before, as that, Three Stooges like low blow. It's like you almost can hear that. Whoop! Yeah. And he does yeah, yeah. it, right? I think they'll all wear cups. And they could do that. He tries to like kick them in the balls one by one, and then the cups come out. And he's like, ah, 
yeah, like yeah. you know, like the, and it's like you, this idea that like there is this like loose babyface allegiance between the three, and like little connections that like you could believe. Like, here, man, just take this, and he's like, I'm giving him a cup. Yeah. He's going to kick you in the balls. Like, we're going to fight for this, but like, he's going to cheat. We're going to fight. You know, little things like that. What if just Darby does it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't need effect, and then Darby points down, down where? Down there. Down there. MGF's like, how did that not work? And he looks down, and because he's in position for the headlock takeover, yes. then he could do that near fall. Perfect. And there's loads he can do here, and it's not just do some bang average promos, do some A to B storytelling, and trust the workers to do a great match. They've planted these ideas mm-hmm. that may or may not happen, but because we're speculating, it must mean that they've approached this storyline, whomever was responsible for it, with a level of detail and thought and... Basically, if given a live mic to two of these people and reckoning match results has been the ultimate detriment to this. I think but we got MJF and Sammy out of it. And how entertaining did. was that? And that was fun. And I think MJF beat Sammy in the finish, by the way. I think Darby Allen has MJF beat. I mean, coffin drop beat. And Jungle Boy pulls the leg to save the two count in the most heartbreaking way imaginable. And that's what you're left with is like remember when the first seeds of discontent between Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter were sown yeah Britt Baker pulled her out of the ring but they didn't have really time to acknowledge it yeah it's, it's that kind of thing and like the heat Jungle Boy's gonna get for the Darby Allen like the worst of saves not even like a diving on the two count just to pull the leg away yeah Jack like I, w- I wanted him to win you're alright but I wanted him to win yeah, that yeah. kind of thing and then like with them two brawling MJF beats Sammy Guevara Cheats to win in the same way that he was trying to cheat Sammy together. Yeah. Like, he didn't take a dive, I'm going to make you take one. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dynamite like Diamond Ring, something like that, and MJF yeah. chains. Look, can we talk about this briefly now? Because I think it is going to end the show, and then we can just leave this man alone afterwards. Yes, just add Punker to my we notes. We kind of need to talk about the Punker for a second. He's not advertised. It's getting and, louder, this. I know, man, it is. He's not advertised. It's absolutely not one of those things you can be like, well, where's the Punker? That's not what this pay per view was sold on. Um, it's not what AEW is being currently sold on, but is that a problem? Should AEW being currently sold on it? Is this mystery, in inverted commas, as attractive as it once was in 2021 when the United Centre first sold out? I don't no, think it, it isn't. WrestleTix's blue dot map of the United Centre top deck suggests that it isn't. If he's in, I'm all in favour of just having him come out and you do the reversal of the all out finale where I'm Jeffrey. So just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And then there's your little tease for collision that, like, but not only is Punk back, but he's got one eye on what he left behind. And see on June 17th. Like, I think that's a hell of a way for the show to go off the air, especially if MJF is winning. You don't need to do the send the home. In fact, send the fans home happy bit. Yeah. But it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Like, it's a talking point. It's the talking point, etc. I would be assessing the strategy for Punk and his return, just to touch on him very briefly, because God knows we've done enough talk mm-hmm. about CM Punk over the last few months. But that's the problem. Yeah. He's been overexposed. He... People say, Isa Heel, I'm sick of punk. And it's a social media bubble. And you hear the pop on Dynamite, but then you see the ticket sales, and it's nowhere near what it was in 2021. Yeah. Um, it's nowhere near what it was in 2022 when his uh, impact had flattened to the usual Dynamite standard. Yeah. In fact, it's time to tease uh, a continuation of the best feud of 2022. It's time to firm up plans for CM Punk get him on a poster man get him on a you know an advert a poster June 17th get him in a goddamn angle put him in his frigging gear say Punk's get wrestling. him in an Punk's angle wrestling, you know? get him in an angle make it feel real clarify because the doubt and uncertainty people are so bored of it mm-hmm. 
get him in an angle, get him out there, get him doing something incredible and make people remember that he's a pro wrestler and a genius one at that because this poster, this disturber, people are sick of him. Mm-hmm. Or if they're not sick of him, they're certainly not as warm to him as they were. I would just do this angle. Yeah. Do it the goddamn But part. again, that's not an AEW, that's another kind of... It's not really manifesting. It's just like, if this is on the cards, this is the place to do it. Yeah. yeah. It needs that ultimate, right, okay, we are back back. Yeah. And we're going to show it this weekend when you've paid money for it to be back back. Mm-hmm. And the open house match, um, we expect the acclaimed, considering they've been winning trios matches on Rampage. What are they the called the number one contenders? They basically, without saying that phrase, possibly, all but said it. Yeah. The acclaimed are going to answer this open challenge mm-hmm. against the House of Black, this open house match. And... Low key, it could be the sleeper hit of the entire evening outside of Anarchy in the Arena. Um, in that, when we went at the Dynamite taping on Wednesday night here in Las Vegas, the two loudest reactions I heard, other than, other than the CM Punk rumour because of the United Centre announcement, were the, uh, the acclaimed and the House of Black. And yeah. by some distance, they got the biggest pops. The mm-hmm. biggest pops. Put them in the same ring together. And the fans will go mental for this. It's all sorts of the things they like. I love the idea of... I don't know what this match looks like, to be honest. So Wait, I, love, I love the idea of it happening, because yeah. it's two very overacts. But what does it look like? Because the acclaimed are the fun guys who are smart and make fools of everybody else, except the House of Black are great at monstering and menacing and making people... They are F, F around and find out. Yeah. Like, people don't understand oh my god I'm isolated and doomed there's three of them mm. or he's behind me it's all like a big panto and theatre can you do that with the acclaimed can you do that with daddy ass would he take it seriously I don't know what this match looks like but I know what it sounds like and that is loud and I don't know what the result looks like either I love I think the balance that these two team can, teams can strike between physicality and like worthwhile wrestling commentary I'm going to praise the House of Black for something that I've never praised them for before because I'm in a bit of a House of Black mood because when you see them live, that's, yeah, what, happens, yeah, that's awesome. what happens to you. I think their deadpan comedic skills are underrated. Yeah. There is something quite, we're going to kill you now. Like, there's a joviality to the violence they yeah. enjoy unleashing, right? So let's say we saw Billy Gunn work a tag and work taking his shirt off because he's still got that body on me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Let's say Brody King in a. In a the back and forth has monstered Anthony Bones. So Anthony Bones goes up the corner and goes to tag Billy Gunn. Daddy ass. Still got his T-shirt on. Gets in the ring. And Billy Gunn, like, doesn't want to... He's a veteran. So, you know, like, Brody King's a monster, but he doesn't want to be, like, yeah. you know, overwhelmed by him. Takes his shirt off. Big Billy Gunn flex. Best pro athlete in the AEW. Big, huge flex. And then, like, Brody King just balls through him. Doesn't matter. You know, and he's like, put him in his place and then tags out to Buddy Murphy who's got an even better body and yeah, half his yeah. age and all that sort of stuff. So you've got little moments of like that sort of the mirroring and like who plays who. Brody King doing the choke spot to Max Caster. You can see Max Caster's legs yeah. flailing over the rope. I want, um, we've discussed on the Dynamite podcast thing, I want the Acclaimed rule to be they turn the lights pink and they don't tell the Acclaimed they're out there. What's our house rule? Click and the lights turn pink. They yeah. go from black to pink and it's just all neon and house black like, ugh. Don't really like this. Yeah, We're yeah. gonna have to kick ass in the bright lights rather than you know yeah. in their jokes behaviors. Like so that sort of stuff I think can play quite well. And then I think Bowen's when he's sort of doing man for man for man, 
Bowen's being this real fighting baby face, trying these are these are three really, really hard lads and we're really struggling, fighting from underneath until he gets his head kicked off by Malachi Black is pretty good stuff. Yeah. He's that perfect baby face to eat the pin. Bowen's has to be the dynamic, kinetic, yeah. work rate guy because there is a And to get pinned. This is the biggest heartbreak there when he gets his head kicked off, I think. If he's the one who's done all the work yeah. and all the rest of it. No, I can go with that absolutely. Sleep ahead for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, cruel segue. I don't think Jade versus Ty is gonna be a sleep ahead. I do expect it to be somewhat better than people think. That Canadian Destroyer match in the first match, pop me. Yeah. Do that again, or subvert it, or do something. I like the idea of these two wrestling. Two extremely confident women with an attitude, with swagger, with just the absolute, just unshakable conviction that they are stars, and that they are the best, and that they're most powerful. I thought it was an inspired bit of matchmaking. The issue is that I've seen the match and it ain't that good and they haven't really heated it up to a extent that made me care about it even if the quote-unquote match quality isn't there. I think Jade wins and regrettably I think at this point if they put something really nice together it doesn't matter because this might follow Anarchy in the arena before the main event. That'd feel awkward, wouldn't it? Um, Jade was getting into that real rhythm of... Um, all, I hate this because it's all I can summon to say about the match, which is not fair on them. But we have seen it before, at least. It's mm-hmm. a reason why you've, it's hard to say things. The booking is the main reason. But the fact that we've actually seen the match is the other. Um, Jade was getting this that rhythm, wasn't she, of really slick counters into Jaded. Now she's countering Jaded into Jaded. Yeah, So no. like that's the one thing they couldn't do because Ty couldn't go for it. So the idea that she, her latest slick Jaded counter is getting out of Ty Valkyrie's version of it yeah. is at least a nice finish. Yeah. Like that's the thing she's practised because she's had to. Because last time they basically robbed Ty Valkyrie of it. Like Ty Valkyrie sort of understandably believes that's the only reason I didn't have you the first time. And Jade says, no. Yeah. That's not the only reason because look what I can do. 60 and 0. Look, like you can end title reigns whenever and sometimes there's a great value to that because you need to feel shocked you need to be reminded that it can happen at any time it sells a pay-per-view down the road in a different story with a similar setting because remember when Jade lost to Tyron we didn't see it coming so that sort of stuff does happen 16-0 I think think this this isn't like like what was was Red Velvet 49-0 whenever that was remember it was a a coming up on a round number yeah yeah I believed the Red Velvet round number one more than this one. Yeah. Because that had a bit of law. This doesn't really. Doesn't. No. It doesn't. FTR Planet Jared. Yeah. Yeah. This match is going to be absolutely great. Because it's going to be like so many different kinds of a great match. And if they keep it brief and they don't sort of overdo one bit or patronize you with another, yeah. this could be so special. I think they're going to have so many ideas for this. So it's a sports entertainment, but the good kind, with Briscoe as the referee. The take no referee, who's going to be really funny when he gets irate at the cheating. Do you think he'll do the, well, you're out of here, big arms to like something? Uh, I can't think of a person better to yeah. do that. I cannot think of a better person, because he can do it with like the funky chicken it'd thing. Be, it'd be Karen, and she would be incandescent with rage getting sent out. Like, she'd have a meltdown for the uh, ages. Like screaming all the way back up the ramp, like yeah. ramp so much you can hear her. Like, do it more than once and build up how much. <laughs> yeah. And then he can do the chicken yeah. and then do it. See, even so in the, five stars already. Even in the spots that aren't spots, it's like they're both very much. <laughs> it's five stars already, bro. <laughs> to do that. Five stars already is like legal here as well. Yeah. Like you can smell five stars in the air all the time. You know, I know. Else, it's yeah. everywhere. Uh-huh. 
Jay Lethal and either member of FTR can really just do some great wrestling to yeah. establish the fact that it's not a joke match and it can be great in and of itself. Memphis heat out the ass. TNA smoke and mirrors and action, 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 energy, incident, incident, over and over and over again. This match, and I'll probably steal this line in my review, it's impossible to be boring. That's the thing. There's no way in hell this is boring. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. People are into these characters. They love to hate Jared. They love to love FDR. They love to love Briscoe. Satnam Singh is going to do something amazing. Mm-hmm. This whole thing's going to be fantastic. I'm nervous that it doesn't live Satnam up. Satnam Singh doing sweet chin music at Dax Harwood. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm nervous this doesn't live up to expectations because my expectations are that high for it being that fun. Jarrett doing the revival, crawl under the ring, cut off the tag spot, just so once he's pulled, let's say, Dax off the apron before he can make the tag to cash. He does it, and then like he taps his head at the fans, yeah, having yeah. crawled under the ring to do it. That's sort of like there's like the Memphis. I want to see the Memphis take on the NXT revival cutoffs. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the formula. Yeah. That's like one hot tag. I don't want two. I want one hot tag. I want this tight. You bored of them after the bloodline earlier, aren't you? Very much so. I uh, it does, but it won't benefit from runtime. Like play every single hit and yeah. play them in ten minutes. Yeah. Don't play them in fifteen because I think the Oh it's going fifteen minutes there. Maybe. But I just, like I would like this to be kept nice and tight because fundamentally FTR are the like should have this should have this no bother. Yeah. But obstacle like Jarrett and his crew are so clever that they've built obstacles and genuinely use those obstacles to get an FTR's head yeah. slightly. So just when it gets down to the brass text of wrestling, I don't know if you notice this about Dax, but like, ain't no model, he's a wrestler. Sister. He's a wrestler, yeah, I ain't got no movie star good looks. <laughs> he's a wrestler. So this should be a piece of piss, but the Jarrett stuff has worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what like drives any kind of drama here. So I don't want the, the longer it goes on, the more like, now the drama was like, ultimately brass tacks, I should have this one. But I, Karen getting sent back in, Satnam Singh doing the wacky stuff, like a, like a guitar, maybe. I don't know. I can't even decide if like this needs the kabong because we had a really good doubler the yeah, other week. Yeah. That might be enough. Threaten um, the guitar. Please, for the love of God. You know, I just don't much love it. The double yeah, fist bump. Yeah. I don't even need to make the cover. Oh, yeah! One, two, kick out. Uh, no! Uh, that's the best. Yeah. That's I the best. I cannot wait. 
The next match, uh, time of recording, I don't even know if it's happening. Hate this, can I just say? <laughs> yeah, they would never do this with um, a men's world title match. Mm. If there was a suspicion that they've done it with a men's match before, they've snuck on Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy yeah. at full gear, or all, it was all out. All out. All out, with the idea being it was false advertising. Mm-hmm. But no one cared because they advertised 14 other matches. Yes, so it's, and it's not the main event. But the idea is they'll never see women's wrestling as a main event if they're going to basically hate us, hurt. And Sean Ross has reported this. As a shoot. And yeah. As so a sh- like he's reported it, double sourced it as like a sort of, yeah, we're not working a bit here. They're not. It's, it could not happen because she's possibly injured. It's not going. Well, she's not going to limp out like Christian came out in a cast. She's not going to limp out and then lose anyway. Or something but she like could. That. Yeah. All I know is that it's not going to go 15 minutes and be a match. And they haven't announced a replacement. And they would never do this for the men's world title match. No. And I hate on principle that it can ha- it can happen with the women's because it just underscores, emboldens, and italicizes the fact that it's just not held to the same standard. And yes, maybe they're better workers in the men's division. Like statistically, it's not better than these two. <laughs> they were going to knock That's the, it. They were going to knock the tar out of each other. The first pay per view match was unbelievable, yeah. but it, it'll never reach that level if they don't want it to. Mm. And this tells me they don't want it to. They just treat it constitutionally as lesser than, lower than. I don't even want to preview it because it'll make me a bit upset if I don't get to see. Because I'm really looking forward to this terrible builder side. Yeah, like weekly grind of a repetitive builder side the first match was so good that ultimately I'm being generous and say I'll have another I don't think I'm getting it they were going to beat the bricks off each other weren't they before yeah. this nonsense uh, in terms of a prediction um, work shoot injury whatever do we both think haters not leaving Las Vegas with the belt well it makes no sense so they could do like an ambush or they could just have this would be so 2023 AEW because Baker's been losing quite often Baker could be the alternate what about one night in her championship reign and then she loses it to Tony Storm on the first night that would be cute considering the history Um, I just don't know what to expect here because I've heard things that and I've seen things teased on television and I just bummed out by all of this bummed goddamn out Uh, Wardle versus Christian's going to be fantastic though yeah Think so. Uh, this is a match that's so exciting to me that I've basically previewed it three times whenever I've watched an <laughs> angle on telly. That's how you have the idea for the for one of the spots. Yeah, you did. They each climb up a rung of the ladder because they didn't actually have Christian Cage spitting Wardlow's face. Mm-hmm. That angle where they said it was going to happen. So I think they're saving it for when they're both face to face. Christian Cage. It's going to spit at Wardlow then. Mm-hmm. The idea being that he was getting beat up in the the punch battle back and forth, the bouye, and he has to resort to that because Wardlow's harder than him. Mm-hmm. And then he can sort of like scurry down the ladder and do some kind of a cut off into an unprettier because Wardlow's furious, going to lunge into an unprettier and then a slow, agonizing walk up the ladder. I think Wardlow wins, but the spit thing is going to happen and I think it'll just be beautifully crafted because it's a Christian Cage match um, Christian bit of LTST bit of law for you because they've leaned on ladder match law to make this one try and feel different from the 50 ladder matches we've already had this yeah. year um, Christian's most famous ladder match victory if you remember 
came when he sat atop a half man half beast's shoulders at WrestleMania 17. Yeah. He could do that again. He could sit on Luchasaurus, like knackered, sit on Luchasaurus' shoulders and just be propelled to the yeah, belt. Yeah, yeah. The cruelest of like, Aye. you've got, you've just sat on your dinosaur's shoulders and just stolen another win. Yeah. And like Wardlow's lost it again. I, I love the tease of that without the delivery of it because I think as much as Christian's brilliant, as much as I think this match will be fantastic, as much as I really love what's happening with Wardlow and Arn Anderson, we can't step away from how precariously balanced that Wardlow character still is. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. really get a run going here. Like it's, he's just eating too much. Quite honestly, yeah. and like some of that has been what's been served to him, and some of it might have been some of it he's delivered himself. So we just need to forget about it all. We're like, I think Wardlow's back. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, and a great match and a big win is a brilliant way to do it. That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. So build her in, build her in up. Absolutely. We've really enjoyed the build. That's the thing I've enjoyed this build. I've enjoyed the Wardlow, um, Christian Cage build, the Anarchy in the Arena build, the uh, Planet Jarrett build, obviously. So there's been some really interesting stories. It's just all over the place. Cole and Jericho, interesting the placement here because if, if, if Anarchy in the Arena follows it too closely, people will just forget. It's going to be a violent grudge match with blood. Yeah. I think they can... Given Adam Cole's motivation, it kind of has to be a hardcore, no rules stipulation of some sort. But my only worry is that it's going to get eaten alive by something that will happen an hour or two later. But I do like the idea of this match, and I think it'll be loads of fun. I think I've got a way in which it probably won't be eaten alive by the other things on the card. Not least because Chris Jericho's in it. And Adam He'll go on first. Adam Cole sees a certain spot. Um, I think I need to double check with Jim Ross maybe how double anything gets going. Now you know what I mean. I think I'm needed for about two hours. And they just hate Who called JR off? I'm James Brown. I'll stay on goddamn night. I'm the last cowboy in this goddamn business. Not James Brown, I'm James Ross. I'm James Ross. James goddamn Ross. I deserve some more respect. You know what's on my bone. I'm called Weber. Yeah, opener. Um, I will say, yeah, they'll take the nicest spot, even if that isn't the opener. However, this, if you look at the other stipulates, it's, it's uh, step heavy, actually. Anarchy, this is like those old WWE Network documentaries where you want to see that A4 piece of paper saying nobody going to the Spanish and Outs table, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody work a leg. Like there's very that's so important on this card. Nobody can be brought in the crowd. That's a given. Ideally, you can't do much outside the ring table stuff because the ladder kind of like that. There's going to be a ladder bridge yeah. spot. There's going to be like action with loose swords and all and kicking around the floor. Maybe a bit of a, like arena stuff. Um, what there was another match that might have had. Uh, they could probably have weapons. Point I'm trying to make is weapons are fine, but you probably got to keep it in the ring. Yeah, that's the physical signifier that this is the unsanctioned match versus all the other ways in which the environment is going to be yeah. used. And weapons in the ring, I think, is the answer. Um, the will be a kendo stick. Well, a kendo stick in a chair with Sabu being the enforcer, yeah. like that, kind of gives you the excuse to not have the the Roddy Strong JS stuff be too much of a factor. Yeah, like and it plays in the ring. Like, if it does ever get into the ring, I almost see it as a bit of a Keystone Cops thing, where everybody spills in, and then Sabu 
if he can, I don't know. Like, what's has he got? He on couldn't it? do he it c- when he was not broken. He, he can't do the triple jump moonsault, but like he might have a like a running Arabian, not off the top rope, but a running Arabian face buster. Yeah, yeah, and every like rolls out and that leads Cole and Jericho. Yeah, and Cole yeah. has to win. Cole has to win. Oh, he has like, to win. We're away from any of the what we thought might be the original thing of like, is he fully fit? Now he is. Yeah. And like, they don't really tell that many. Those kinds of puro adjacent stories no. in AEW that just don't. I think uh, Kenny does. MJF needs, MJF needs a hot Adam Cole, I think, for this summer. I think yeah. he, really, he really needs a, yeah. a worked up Adam Cole. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the match will be really fun. I don't trust Jericho to work Cole in a Cole singles with his lung busting cardio. Mm. I feel like that could have, I don't know, wavelength issues, but if they're game for some plunder Cole could do plunder really well yep. that this could go really well with all the shortcuts this could be class Yeah, this could be really class and you're thinking why does everyone think this is going to be class Chris Jericho's <laughs> in it it's great because I think we're in a bit of Jericho we, we've turned around again give it six weeks and we're back yeah Blackjack Battle Royale uh, what's um, is it going to be four coming in at a time? I hate Christ, oh, I forgot about that. Or is it going to be a rumble? Or is it going to be the all-star in the ring? Well, based on how profoundly we failed at the blackjack table yesterday, I hope it's a set of rules I can understand. Tell the story while I check if my phone is charging. God damn. Right, so we thought, we being me, Sidgwick, Simon Miller, and Phil Chambers, that with some, what we believed to be free bets from our hotel, we were able to go play on that hotel's blackjack table uh, ideally, it was $10 worth, and we thought maybe naive, idiot Brits that we are, that would entitle us to at least 10 games. Or maybe less, you could put maybe a $2 bet on. But yeah, hypothetically, 10 $1 bet games. Us versus the croupier. A very nice croupier, I want to point out, who had a lot of fun doing her croupier patter with us. However, her patter was built in with a ton of extremely confusing and difficult rules beyond us those goddamn limeys and our sticker twist. We like a bit of pontoon. Anything else? A bit more complicated yeah. for the dumb limeys. And uh, after she'd done explaining all the rules and telling us how this could happen or this could happen, it's like, uh, if you do this, I'm going to do this. If you do this, I'm going to do this. And it's like, well, how's this supposed to be on a part with my money? Yeah. Um, we then find out that the betting stakes are even higher than we thought and we wouldn't really have the money to even play at the table. We did have the money with someone to spend it on betting. On that. Great. Gone. Uh, I was kind of alienated on gambling for the remainder of the night, and we might try again today. Yes. Um, but I, so all of a sudden, the um, the semantic field of gambling is less of a concern to me than the status of Orange Cassidy's international title. Yes. It was rubbish. Blackjack was rubbish. But I, want, I still want to, I still I still, want to say, oh, if I get, oh, I've got an eight here. Yeah. What if I get like a ten? Yeah. And then oh, that's close enough. I want to hold stack. I want to, I want ideally ten one dollar chips just so I can have a stack of ten and have that. I just nice... want it to be like it looks like in the movies. Yeah. Not these like I have to go with this machine to convert it to this, and then oh god, then this rule's more complicated. Just just let us do it. You're starting film. to bore me, Vegas. The beers are two dollars. I'm happy to go back to the bar. I know. Yeah. I know. Not Vegas is boring because game gambling is boring. It's very gambling for me. Yeah. I don't want seats. I want a uh, rumble. I want a rumble. Count, counting down is really fun. Countdown, but do an AWFI rumble where it's rushed because that's yeah. what AW does too often. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of time. Do it like that. I like the fact that the butch is in it. He'll have a good stru- yeah. sh- uh, showing. They think about this sort of thing. Can Keith Lee pounce swerve out? That would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, there's loads they can do here, and obviously it's a destination for all of the mid card feuds 
that weren't considered so interesting that they're going to... How much of an indictment is that? That Tony Khan, who was once presented a 15-match long, including pre-show matches, pay-per-view card, like, doesn't want to put Starks and um, Jay White in a singles match. Keith Lee and Swerve, despite the fact that they are going to miss two quarterly pay-per-view cycles after the breakup mm. to have their singles match. Ah, oh, don't put that on. Put them in a battle royal. It's like, well, stop telling these stories then. If you don't think they're good enough after all the time you've invested in them to put them in a singles match on pay-per-view, that tells, it, tells its own story. It tells a few stories there because I'm not advocating to go back to the days of the 15 match pay-per-view. Oh, no, I don't want that. Tell less stories and use your time on TV. Yeah, yeah. Let some more stories break. Oh, like, I don't want 15. I've yeah. seen... No, that's, but I've never really thought about that. Like, we're not suggesting here, like, well, that story should be better. It's like, well, does that story even need to exist? Let one of your better stories breathe. Like, we're talking about how Dynamite's time is so narrowed down to such a fine point that yeah. not enough is left to register. This is evidence that there is stuff left to register because you didn't, like, deem them worthy enough of single spots. Yes. Yeah. I, we, we think the same winner, don't we? Jay White. Jay White. Cruelly, with potentially just... Doing one thing to Orange Cassidy, Blade Runner, and then Juice even helps pull Orange over the top ropes. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just picking the bones yeah. like the vulture that he is, and then they could do a singles match for the title yeah. um, on Collision debut potentially. Mm, yeah, I like that. I think it is time. I think it is time. I've loved this Cassidy run, but it's time. I think that, that I'd like, in a way, I'd like to. Do, you meant to end things. WWE in the Bloodline at WrestleMania, right when people when it's time, yeah, before you just pad it out and prolong it because it's, you know, a rating show like Orange Cassidy is is relative to the curve these days. Just to see if I'd ever get bored because I don't feel like close to being bored. These Cassidy matches get me every time. But I think it's time. I do think it's time. And you should go in first, so you watch it ending in front of you. Like it's, the, it's getting louder. This music this isn't is getting it? louder. You watch it end in front of you. He has. 19 20 individual matches yeah. as his final defence as like a little cutter to this incredible yeah, run yeah, yeah. aye if they do a rumble and he starts because it's his idea yeah that would be nice uh-huh. that would be nice um, I'm prone to hyperbole at the best of times I'm an elite mark so is John Moxley by I, the sound of uh, Wednesday's promo <laughs> yeah I'm an elite super fan I believe Kenny Omega is the best wrestler of all time and I think that this could be the best brawl slash gimmick match ever. The ceiling for BCC versus the Elite is unbelievable. Imagine a collab of the invention and the creativity and the joy and these unbelievable athletic sequences where there's been there's no right to do them. Like Hangman Page doing a backflip off a bar. Mm-hmm. Look at his feet. Looked yeah. like he had to bend his body in a way that wasn't possible because the ceiling was so low. Of Stadium Stampede. Stripped away of all the heightened quasi-canon comedy and, you know, and then fused that with everything from the first Anarchy in the Arena. And then you've got potentially just the most insane spectacle brawl in pro wrestling history yeah this could be absolutely sensational at this point I don't even care who wins I mean I care I would like to see a reunited elite just win Mm -hmm. I think if they don't there's an avenue to do Bucks versus Omega and Page 
stemming from the events of full gear because Kenny knows apparently on BTE that Matt Jackson gave him the nod. So if the elite don't win, it could be one of those twists where, oh, Kenny, you may go hang on Paige and all right, but Kenny and the books aren't. Paige said as much, didn't he? I kind of always loved the books, but me and Kenny is different. Yeah. I could work the other way with Kenny as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there's loads of can do with this. I've got an idea for a spot where otherwise, other than say, you're going to see like, that Hammond Page is going to do moonsaults off something something <laughs> yeah. very very high up in amidst a brawl I've got a spot mm-hmm. they John Moxley promised the most violent match in AW history yeah I think that that's going to be it now pitch this last year with barbed wire everywhere I think they're going to find time for a secret explosion Ooh. it's in the law of Mox and Omega mm-hmm. they will want to do it without the panic of we can't advertise this one people will think the first one was a dud and might not want to buy it we can't possibly say it's going to be good this time and it's not yeah. and I think you're not going to get like a big board he could maybe even just a bat barbed wire bat that gets swung at someone and it just explodes and you go ah there's going to be all sorts of moments in this match where they go ah yeah I think there's going to be a lot of pressure to Deliver not just to make this pay per view feel like an absolute all time at AEW. Mm-hmm. I think every single person in this match, to some degree or other, is sick of CM Punk, sick of CM Punk yeah. talk, sick of the idea that AEW isn't the same without CM Punk, sick of the idea that everything they do in that ring, on that microphone, is overshadowed <laughs> by CM Punk, who just creeps into our subconscious and in the discourse and all the rest of it I think they'll say let's just do the best shit of all time let's do the best thing anyone's ever seen to stop talking about CM Punk then he comes in at the post-match of the main event and then makes it all about CM Punk yeah but that's yeah. the key player promised as much your um, your ceiling that you just described there was offered to you <laughs> in the go-home promo by the key component of the heel team so that is not you reaching yeah, the stars reaching through I got finish I, don't, I find it quite hard to pick spots because I'm enjoying finding it hard to visualise. Yeah, I, almost yeah, yeah. I almost don't want to because we're so privileged to be in the building for it. Yeah. Like if I was at home, I'd already be like trying to map out who goes where and probably re-watching last year's. I'm intentionally keeping it vague and grey because I wait to be shocked with yeah. the splashes of colour, not just red, but like the splashes of colour of the people fighting like at the moment. dynamite intro, but like violence, violence, yeah, violence, like, athletic violence. Don't die because you're doing an aerial from that high up. It's everywhere. Um, it ends up back in the ring. Because last year's did. Yeah. Wrestling has that way about yeah. it, doesn't it? Um, and Wheelie Uta has been um, kind of caught out by the young bucks who like super kick, super kick, da, 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 and they're going to go for the um, BT trigger yeah. on Wheelie Uta. But they're bowled out of the ring by uh, like rugby tackling Cesaro and uh, Claudio and John Moxley. Out they go. Young bucks are out the way and Wheelie is left like selling in the ring. Kenny steps up onto the apron and he's on the ropes holding on. And then he just happens to look down, and there's Hangman Page selling the battles of war. He just booted Brian into the barricade, yeah. and Hangman Page looks up at Kenny and gives him the nod, and Kenny hits the bookshot. Ah, oh, I love that! And like that's how you've kind of like reunited them two as whole. Yeah, he's a yeah. Wait a minute, I recognise that. Yeah, 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 because I don't know if you've noticed this, Sitch, but uh, they do that. They do that. <laughs> like, they love they that. want you to recognise stuff and remember it. And it's like building into like the summer stuff. I'm with you. I want the, I want the tag match for Wembley or I want the elite law to factor very heavily into Wembley. Yeah. I think like it can't go like understated how much that means to people uh, for like volume, like in a way that like actually does emerge as 
like a voluminous reaction in a crowd. Yeah. People think that this law stuff is just for the ultra dweebs like us. It generates noise in buildings. That's massive. It, it doesn't always generate ratings, yeah, yeah. buy rates. It doesn't. But the people that pay to go and watch it regardless come unglued for it. Yeah. So I think Wembley needs something very heavily leaning on elite law and that's, that's the best version of it. I think someone at Wembley should do a crossroads. Oh my God. Just as a nice touch oh of Cody yeah, yeah. really Cody's made here, yeah. Cody really needed to make this happen and wanted to make it happen and he's a huge, huge part of it. Here you go. Like one of the elite should do a crossroads. That's nice. I think that would be lush. That yeah. was just an incidental thought that came to my head. And let us know your thoughts on our preview. Have I been too harsh? Have you got any fantasy booking spots of your own? Am I, am I being way too hyperbolic about the prospective quality of um, Anarchy in the Arena 2? Could you hear the hard house? Could you hear the hard house? It's doing my goddamn head in. And I'm going to go and get amongst it yeah. in about 20 minutes. Um, let us know under the Twitter link to this podcast, which you can find at WhatCultureWWE. Whilst you're there, you can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. You can follow me at M. Sidgwick. Don't forget to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. And once again, we are in Vegas. We're loving it. We wouldn't be here without your continued support. Thank you very much and enjoy the show. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.